everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. Hey, twin. Hey, twin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hello, people, listeners. How are you Hello, doing? Hello, listeners. How are y'all doing? How's your week? <laughs> How's your life? How's stuff? How's the quarantine? Because some people are back in quarantine. Yes, we in the city of Atlanta, the out, the outer northern and southern, like more southern cities in Georgia aren't quite as restricted. Um, but here in Atlanta, they've like locked every, everything's back to phase one because there was just like a massive surge um, of cases here in Atlanta. So, and it it just probably had a lot to do with the massive amount of protesting, all that stuff that was going on here. Um, so. So, and we are staying in the center of downtown right now. So it doesn't really affect us, like, because of where we're staying, we're one very high up and two, like, three different levels of, like, security doors and yeah. garage. So we don't feel in any way, like, not safe. It's just, like, annoying because I don't know if, if anyone's ever been to Atlanta at least years ago. Atlanta was one of the most beautiful, clean, well-taken-care of cities in the country, especially considered, especially compared to, like, L.A. and Hollywood. So it's kind of sad now to see like all the boards boarding up on the walls and all that stuff. And, um, but when you get out, when you get up towards the Alpharetta or you get like in the Roswell, you kind of see life again, like see people enjoying the world. So it seems less sad and depressing. So whenever we do get out, we, we already were leaving the city as it is, um, and just getting out of the city, going up, going up North. So, and, um, uh, but this week we got to see, um, our, Ashley and I have a stepsister named Meredith. She has a family. She has three kiddos, one whom she adopted, he's Easton. He's about a year and a half, I think, like a little bit younger than Landon. Um, yeah. So he's sweetie. He's a little chunky monkey, but he was so sweet. And, like, we got to have dinner with them and Alpharetta. So Blake got to meet them. And Landon got to meet Easton. And Sophie got to meet Easton. Jordan wasn't there. Um, but we got to meet Easton and, um, yeah. and Sophie and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Bit of blast, like. It was so nice to, I don't know, I just hadn't, we hadn't seen Mare in so long that it was nice to spend some time with her, so. Yeah, we have, so here, um, Phoenix and I have literally been going to the pool every single day. He's become like, he already you. was a fish, but <laughs> he already was a fish, but we just um, started just, I'm just, because he's it's been out of school for the last two weeks. It's literally right next to your place, though. Like, yeah, like it's I like a 30 like, it takes walk. like five seconds. Yeah, not even 30 <laughs> seconds, like 10 seconds, like 30 <laughs> seconds is a lot. Uh, I mean, but we do have to. So the complex right now opened up the pool because we are still in phase three. I believe we are still we're in phase three here, um, which I know you guys are back to phase one. But so LA, our is, pool still LA open. is back in phase one, too. Yeah. So we're still in San Diego and Chula Vista. We're still moving forward in the phases. So our pool is still open and we've been going like literally every day. Like I said, Phoenix is on a break. He goes back to school Thursday, actually, or preschool Thursday. So we've been on a break. So I'm like, it's like too hot to take him to a park. So because he just is like, it's so sweaty and so hot and so grumpy. So I'm like, All right, let me just take him to the pool because then he can at least keep like kind of cool and like still burn off like a lot of energy. And so in the process, I met um, three moms, actually, I met a new mom yesterday, and she has like a six year old and like a nine year old. And then another mom I met and she has a, what does she have? She has a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So her oldest son is the same age as Phoenix. And then another mom who has a seven-year-old. So like, I met like a bunch of moms that live in my apartment complex. We have kids. Where are they all the same school? Age. 
Um, so apparently there's a school over here called Morocco or is the elementary school that like this apartment complex feeds into. Um, so that's where they all go. Apparently they have like a TK program. So sort of looking into that, except like there's no definite answers on whether or not the kids are physically going back to school yet. Like they yeah. say August 31st, but like, no nobody one knows. knows like, yeah, what exactly that means. Like, what are the criteria? What are like our kids going to have to wear? Like, what is their, the costume going to be like, what is the environment going to be like? So also I think that their TK program is only half day too. I think it's from like 815 to like noon. Um, and I mean, I prefer for him to go to school all day. So because next year he'll be going all day, it doesn't really like help him to go half a day and then come home. Um, so I think, uh, not to mention the fact that I like having my days. He has plenty of breaks throughout the year where he can be home and then he can go to, he can, you know, I can go back to like getting things done during the day I like to get done. Anyways, that said, um, it was really nice to meet some other moms that live in the area, like in the neighborhood that, um, we're like the same age. One of the moms is 29 or 28 and then the other two moms are 31. So it was really nice oh, to like, awesome. yeah. So it was really nice to meet like moms. That you made some kids. friends twins. Yeah. And Phoenix made a friend. So this other little boy, Phoenix, him, it's funny though. Cause this little boy is actually older. He was born in October. Um, and Phoenix is born in January. So like they are, Phoenix is actually a few months younger, but this little boy is so tiny. Like he is literally like, <laughs> If they were walking next to each other, you would think that he was, like, Phoenix's baby brother. Like, he's so tiny. Um, but they're the same age. So, I don't know. I never realized how big Phoenix was until I saw him t- next to another four-year-old. And I was like, like, <laughs> wow, you know? Uh, um, so, yeah. So, that's pretty much been my week. It's been pretty fun to, like, get to see him, like, develop his swimming skills. Like, last week, he didn't – he wouldn't even barely, like, walk in the pool. And, like, I would try to get him to swim, and he'd, like, flail everywhere – and now he's like going in the water and swimming. I think the only thing that we need to work on is like his ability to swim above the water with his head above the water. Yeah. Um, like treading water. Uh, um, treading water is hard. Yeah. So that's kind of why I've been like, <laughs> I've been like, eh, is it really that important? Like, I used to hate that. I hated treading water. That, it's, a, it's a freaking full on workout to like tread your, yeah. keep yourself above water, like, or like in the water. You know? Yeah. So like he can go underneath the water and come up and then go back down and come up. So I feel like that's like, that's honestly, that's good enough for me. Like, I feel like, like I mean, we're not going to have him in like super deep parts of the pool because just the simple fact that it's like, even me, like I can barely stand in the five feet. So yeah, it comes up to like right here. So, like <laughs> you know, so I'm not expecting him to like be like this massive, like great swimmer, but you know, I do want him to be comfortable enough that like he can at least like if he ends up in the five feet or if he wants to jump in the deep ends, he can like tread for a little bit and swim to the side so we'll work on that later but for right now he's a four-year-old and he is doing totally fine so phoenix is like a fearless swimmer and this other little boy like his mom kind of had like some anxiety about him swimming so she like he was like no mom i can do it i can do it and she was like no like stay over there don't do that like whatever so when he saw phoenix swimming he kind of but he was like he really couldn't like before the little boy oh. like couldn't really swim so, like, he was seeing Phoenix do it, and, like, Phoenix was trying to, like, show him, and his the mom was, like, she wasn't, like, weird about it, but she was just, like, hey, Dominic, like, you're not as strong of a swimmer. Like, just be careful. Like, I don't want you walking. And he's also shorter than Phoenix, so, like, they can't oh, walk yeah, yeah. in the water in the same heights. Um, so it was kind of, like, I don't know. But either way, like, it was cool to meet the moms. We kind of talked about a lot of stuff. So, uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much my week. I so do you have something 
We oh, had good. like a, so we did kind of, so out here, obviously, if you've never been to Georgia, it's beautiful with, and it has tons and tons of parks and hiking and trails and all this stuff. So you actually found this really cool park called Willis Park out here. Um, it's in, it's actually in, um, it's actually in Alpharetta or is it in Roswell? Somewhere. It's Alpharetta, Roswell. They're, they, they're, if you've never been here, they're, they lead into each Basically other. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Same area. Um, and they have this thing called like the spray, the spray grounds, which I'm sure people have seen them. Like if you go to a water park, it's basically just like, or a lot of places, like if they have fountains, they have like in, fountains inside the ground that like just shoot water up or whatever. Um, yeah. but this park has like two huge jungle gyms, which when we went, it was like 90 degrees outside. So it was hot. But, um, some of them were like, had like these tent, like coverings over them. So they kept them kind of cool. Um, but the spray grounds were awesome. Like Landon, it took a little bit of like Blake running him in and out of the water for Blake to get it. But by the end, like Blake, Landon was like not trying to leave. Like, he was so, he loved running in through the water and like, so that was pretty cool. And it was cheap. It was like $2 a person. Um, if, but $2 for each person that was going to be in the water. And then of course, like Landon's still like in the potty training process. So he has to like, he had to wear a swim diaper, which was a dollar. And that was it. So and it was kind of spontaneous because we we didn't even know the spray grounds if the spray grounds were actually open. So we went over there just to kind of go to the park because the park it's just the park is so cool. Um, and then we kind of yeah. walked around the park and um, there was like an overlook, like there was a path that took you to an overlook that looks right looks um, right over the Chattahoochee. Chattahoochee, yeah, the Chattahoochee. Yeah. And there were people paddleboarding out there, and there was like there's trees that were growing fresh raspberries. If you if you've heard if you're listening if you're listening to me say this, and you're like, yeah, we saw it on your story. It is on my personal Facebook store or Instagram story and Facebook. Um, so you can see like little videos and clips of us doing that. But it was it was I never had a raspberry like plucked right from a tree before. And Blake's like Mr. Green Thumb, so every time we go out anywhere, he's like, there's honeysuckles. This is how you suck the honey out of the honeysuckle, and this, these are raspberries. And I'm like, I would never think to eat like just walking through <laughs> from the hike. video it didn't look like you enjoyed them very much so no so the ras the first one was like really not ripe they were like oh. they're black well i'm sorry i keep saying raspberries they were blackberries okay. so the first one was like really pink and not good so the first one like plucked land and i both were like no that's icky the second ones <laughs> that were like really black though were actually really good like and normally like whenever you get a blackberry from the store they're giant right um the ones that we got were just like these like teeny tiny little baby ones so anyways, it was kind of cool. It was fun. We've done like a lot of outdoorsy like stuff with Landon, which I didn't realize my kid was such an outdoors kid, but he loves being outside. So yeah. we've had a lot of fun. Um, these last couple of days, obviously with everything closing down again, it's kind of slowed down our getting out of the house situation, but it was nice. Landon had some fun. So it was cool. Yeah. Okay. So do you have, I have one. Did you, well, I actually have two did you sees, but do you have anything for the, for did you see, did you hear this week? Um, the only thing that I came across this week that was interesting was I was, if you haven't like paid attention a little bit to pop culture news, it's kind of a minuscule thing, but Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith kind of had, they brought each other to the red table, um, for like a 15 minute, like Chat. conversation. Yeah. About like the stuff that's going on in social media. Cause this guy that Jada was seeing when she and Will were broken up made a statement saying that he got permission to date, to J to date Jada, which is not really what happened. Like, and it, and it kind of made it seem like, like he gave permission. So everybody's been saying like, there's been rumors for, they've been together for 23 years. There's been rumors that they've been in an open relationship. There's been rumors that like she cheated on him, that like all these different rumors, none of which are true. They le- legitimately broke up. Will just had a conversation with them because they broke up amicably. So like 
they were broken up. So Will didn't give him permission. And Jada was like, yeah, you're not giving permission for like, the only person that can give me permission for what I did was for, was for me. Like, you're not about to give me away. Like you're not, I'm not property to you. Right. But it was actually really interesting on the table talk. I watched like a few minutes of it just to kind of clarify the situation. So um, apparently they're doing great now. They like kind of fixed all of their issues and started They're, I mean, they're very strange, the two of them, but it's funny to Super listen to talk. Yeah, it's funny to listen to them, like, talk and sit down and have a conversation with each other because they've just purposefully been keeping their – they've just been letting people spread, like, rumors that the rumor will swirl and then dissolve and swirl and dissolve. And they just felt like this particular thing, they were just tired they of, They needed like, to say something. They were just like, yeah. we need to sit down together and address it. You're not going to say that, like, oh, well, there was a statement from – He's. they're like, if you've heard any statements from us talking, it wasn't because we specifically have not been putting out any statements. So this is the only thing that you can, like – Bank your, you know, opinion on is this yeah. conversation we're about to have. So I thought that was. And now cool. Jada has a platform. Yeah, now that she said red table yeah. talk. Yeah, exactly. So she can like address whatever she wants. Legitimately, so. she addresses anything on there. <laughs> so if you yeah. haven't watched Red Table Talk, it is. Um, you can watch it on, on Facebook. Facebook. It is now. It is now a podcast officially. Before it was like a video cast or whatever, but it's officially a podcast now also. Um, but you can watch it on Facebook. Cool. Um, yeah, I heard a little bit about that situation and I know like people were like saying stuff like all the people that have been in Jada and Will Smith's bed and whatever. And I was yeah, just like, weird what stuff. are people talking about? Yeah. 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 Okay. So my, so I have two things <clears throat> and I'll just like briefly talk about the first one. So the first one is just a video that Derek, um, tagged me on Instagram and I put it posted on our story and it's about, it was a conversation about millennials. <clears throat> if you don't know. A millennial was somebody born after roughly born after 1984. Um, and then I don't know when it stops and then when the Gen Z start, but it's after 1984. So that makes I think it's 1999 or 2000 or something is when um, it stops. Gen Z starts. OK, so basically we're, you know, we're millennials like we're in the core of it. We're born in 1989. <clears throat> and um, so what I find interesting about this was that it was basically saying that like millennials is Christian Gen Z or is she a millennial? She's Derek's age. So she's a millennial. Okay. Um, so basically, um, the conversation was basically about millennials and how people, all the things that people say about millennials, they're entitled, they have no worth work ethic. Um, they're spoiled brats, all this stuff. And like the basis behind that is stuff like when we were kids getting like everybody on the soccer team, getting a trophy, even if they lost. Or uh, you like them giving out a lot of awards, like when you're in the first grade, if you were at like a perfect attendance ceremony and you didn't get perfect attendance, they would give you like an achievement award or some crap, like just awards. So everybody feels special. And he said, like, everybody's parents was like, you're special. You can do anything. You're great. And then they get into the world and they're like, you're not really that special. You're not that great. You're, you know, <laughs> you're not just going to get a promotion because you, because you deserve it. Like you actually have to work for it. And he said a lot of millennials, like they go into the workplace and then they like, after eight months, he said, I would talk to millennials. They'll go to workplace. They'll work for eight months. And like, I think I'm going to quit. And he's like, why? He's like, well, I don't feel like I'm really making an impact on this place, this job. He's like, what do you mean? You've been here for eight months. Like, give it a few years before you decide that you're not making an impact or you're not get, being seen or you're not whatever. And right. I just thought it was really interesting to, like, hear. And he said, you know, he basically attributed it to what I said before of, like, this this idea when we were younger that all kids, like, everybody is 
is special and everybody is going to be great at something and you can do whatever you want and you can be whoever you want and all this stuff. And then you get out into the workplace and you realize it's not as easy as just me being whatever I want. Like there's a lot of work that comes into it. And, um, you also said just with like social media too, like the lack of ability to like, and even me, it just pointed out something to me. I was just telling somebody the other day, if I order something and it says it's going to take three to four weeks, I'm probably like, do I really need it that bad? Like, yeah. Do I need to wait a month for this? Like, or this particular thing? Can I not? Like, (laughs) no, like if I can't get it, it if I just like, yeah, if I can't get it in seven days, that's too long. Like, yeah, but the thing is, if I can't get it in seven, seven days and I'm ordering online, that brings no benefit to me. I might as well just go get it from the store. I'll go buy it from the store because it benefits me not to wait three weeks to get something that I'm, by the time it gets here, I'm be like, okay, I don't think I really needed that that much. Or can I find it at the store? Is it, is it like, if it's, if it doesn't save me money and it costs me more time, then there's no reason for me to buy it online, except for during like the massive quarantine of the country where like, I couldn't really go to the store. I didn't want to stand in like a line for Walmart for an hour to get, you know, one nail polish color or whatever yeah. it is. I'll just, or if it takes three weeks, fine. I'm still going to be quarantined in three weeks. Might as well wait, you know, but in general, even with free, free delivery of Amazon prime, I'm not trying to freaking wait like a month for something to get delivered. I feel like that's just lazy to me. Yeah. Well, what he's, what he said was that our generation, like delay, we don't know, like, but delayed gratification. gratification. Yeah, because we can literally get anything and like snap our fingers and it's like at our door. We don't have to leave to go get it. You know, you can literally order it off. You don't have to like go to a store and walk through the lines and then wait in line and then buy it. Like you literally can just spend five seconds on your phone, search it, order it. Yeah, pick one out of 25 different types and have it ordered to your house. So anyway, so it was just a really interesting um, thing. It was about a 10 minute video and I, I normally don't watch these long videos. Like, Again, I, my attention span is like the stuff <laughs> on my phone is very short. Um, so I, but I did watch this whole video. So it was really interesting. So I'll try to get, I'll try to get the link. We'll put it in the description box, obviously, or show notes. And then also, um, it might still be on my, in, no, by the time you guys see this, it won't be on my Instagram story. So yeah, I will go ahead and just put it in the show notes. Um, so you guys can know about it. The second thing is, um, so there's this guy, uh, his name is, what's his name? Darnell Adkins, and he is an ex, he was in, in, in the Navy, so he's like an, an ex-military, and when he got out of the military, he couldn't find a job. He had a really hard time finding a job, and he wow. went into a, uh, he went into a, a nail shop because he wanted to get his nails done, and he asked him, like, he wanted to get a pedicure and a manicure. He's like, how much does, he's a straight guy, by the way. He's like, straight as it, as it can be. He's also a black guy. So he went in there and he was like, I'm going to get my hand beat done. They're like, okay, it'll be $70. He's like, $70? And he's like, for a dude like, to yeah. get his nails done? To get a manicure what? and a pedicure. No. Yeah. And he absurd. was like, uh, <laughs> for real? And he's like, yeah, $70. He's like, I'm in the wrong business. So this dude, two days later, registers for freaking cosmetology school and learns how to do nails. And he opened up a shop and he has like other straight guys that do nails for a living. And he was like, he's like, why have we not bought into this industry? It's a billion dollar industry. We should have been doing nails. Like the Asian <laughs> people, the Vietnamese, they say like the majority of people that do nails are, are uh, obviously Asian, but specifically Vietnamese women. And oh, he said that. We, he's like, there's like a very, there's a big stigma around like men already getting their nails done. And then black men doing anything else that's not masculine or whatever. You know what I'm saying? 
But I told Derek, I said, look, you know how many bachelorette parties these dudes are going to have? If you get a, a group of attractive men that can do your nails really, really well, and you sit on your bachelorette on. party, and these dudes are just, like, really cute, great conversation, whatever, like, that is a, that, that dude is so smart. <laughs> like, that is a business. So, <laughs> I was so excited when I heard this, because I was just like, that is and he said, like, what happened was, like, he got out of the, the Navy and he started, like, going back and doing, like, selling drugs and stuff like that because he really couldn't find a job. And now he's like, like, I don't know why. He's like, I don't give a crap if I, people think that I am not masculine, if I'm feminine, if I'm gay, whatever. He's like, I don't care. I just wanted to make money. I make money. broke. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll put the link to this article as well. That is awesome. Get really, really on. interesting. With all the stuff that people were talking about with, like, supporting Black businesses, this was obviously, like, you know, something that came, an article that came up. Uh, so I just thought it was super interesting. And, yeah, so I will let you guys read the whole article, but it's it's pretty cool. Like, you can see this dude. He has, like, dreadlocks and, like, two sleeve tattoos. Like, sleeve tattoos. Black guy, like, super <laughs> jacked. And he's literally just a picture of him doing this little girl's nails. That is so cute. Isn't that cute? Anyways. Read the article. It's really cool. Okay, so we need There's, to go ahead and get into the... Oh, go oh, ahead. Okay, so before I was going to say, before we get into our topic, two shows for you guys to watch on Netflix right now. So we'll have to call... We may we may have to make a segment out of this and, like, just be, like, something. We'll call it something, like, Netwatch or something. But yeah. there are two shows on Netflix that you must watch. One is um, I Do. Isn't that what it's called? Say I Do. Is Say I Do. Yes. Say I Do. You Did must you watch, watch it? this adorably sweet. I've watched one episode so far. I've got, like, I've got, I actually got my hands full with all these day shows. <laughs> I'm still trying to, I've got a lot of shows to get to. Um, and some of them are just long. Like the medium is like an hour long episode. So like, that's a lot. And then if you watch anything on Netflix at all, it's, it's a full hour. It's not like a kind of hour. It's a full hour of your life. Yeah. Um, so I started watching, so I say I do is super cute. It's made by the same, um, creators of, um, Queer Eye. Um, so it's three gay men that help these people like redo their wedding experiences. Um, and then the other one is uh, Warrior Nun, which Have is you watched super cool. It? So good, twin. Gotta watch it. So I'm like four episodes on in. Netflix. It was so funny because Derek and I were watching this, and we were like, "Look, we're just, you know how the previews just pop up." And I was telling, I was like, "Babe, we need to watch one episode." He was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because Amber's got me on this thing where, like, if I see anything remotely interesting, <clears throat> we have to watch one episode." So yeah. I was like, "We need to watch," because we were both looking at this like Warrior Nun. That sounds really freaking dumb. Like. No, but it's, it like, so totally good. up our alley. It's, like, <laughs> supernatural, like, cool stuff. It's nuns that, like, kick, like, it's, I want, I haven't watched it. So it reminds you me. You watched the okay. first episode? I've watched, like, four episodes of it. It's so good. It reminds me of a, of a Netflix, like, enhanced version of, of um, what did we just watch? The Witch, the Witch Warrior, what's it called? The Witch, uh, the Salem Witch. Oh, Motherhood Salem. Motherhood Salem. Um, I said the okay. same thing. Okay, so it's similar to that, but these are Catholic warrior nuns. So <laughs> similar. They fight evil and the forces of darkness and blah, blah, blah. But they are Catholic warrior nuns. And it's freaking cool. So I won't give the whole story away, but, like, y'all watch it. So go on Netflix and add it to your watch list of a thousand of things that you still haven't gotten through from COVID, like, quarantine. So Warrior Nun and Say I Do, two great shows. They're in the top 10 list of uh, of shows you should watch right now um, in the USA. So check those out. Um, but anyways, let's get into our topic. We have we kind of have two. We have 
two things that we want to address, like talk about and discuss, because that one, a couple of things that have happened to us that we've come across this week that we want to talk about. So we decided to turn them into like our topic this week. So yes, which one do you want to start with? Okay, so I'll start with mine and then we'll go into the other one. Okay. So, okay, so basically this week, um, if you follow us on social media, you, you've seen my post. Some people, it, a few people like commented on it or um, reacted to it. And basically what happened was, like I said before, we'd been going to the pool a lot. And um, there, for one, there's restrictions on our pool. We have a very small pool in our community. The normal max capacity it's is tiny. 58. Yeah, the max, max capacity normally is 58. Okay, but with COVID, it's now down to 10 people. So not half capacity, 10 people at a time at the pool. So um, we show up at the, my Phoenix and I show up and we go to the pool every single day. So like even the people at the community were like, oh, go ahead. I trust you. If there's, let me know if there's not 10. Like they just let us go in because they, we, I see them every day pretty much. <laughs> so uh <laughs> So we go there and there is a family there. We walk by and there is, and the reason I knew they were a family because they were all sitting at the same table, five, uh, six adults sitting at one table. Now for social distancing, there shouldn't be 10 people sitting at the same table unless they're in the same family. But how could one family, we live in an apartment. You can't even have 10 people in one apartment. So I was just confused as to how there were 10 people in this one family. No, they clearly were not in the same family. They just broke the rules and brought everybody and their family together. So I get there and I'm like, this is one family. Like this is both, like this is seriously, I was pissed. So there's a list. We have to sign in to say like what time we came in because we're only allowed to be there 90 minutes a day. Okay. So, which is plenty. It's 90 degrees. Outside. It really is. It's so hot. An hour outside. and a half is plenty. So we get there. The sign-in sheet said we got Derek and I, Phoenix and I got there at two or two o'clock. The sign-in sheet said that they had signed in. One group had signed in at twelve, and the other group had been there since ten thirty. And I was like, uh, okay. So my next thought was like, okay, maybe it just because nobody else was trying to come to the pool that they didn't they didn't come kick them out. So I showed was like, hey, so they go out there and they're like, hey, um. They're going to be a couple of them are going to leave. So you guys can go. Okay. So two of this, this party of 10, I'm sorry, it was party of nine, two of this party of nine left, but they didn't leave. They proceeded to stand right outside the gate. And like people just kept walking in and out of the pool from this family. Just making, taking turns. Like the kids were in the pool and then the moms, the moms were not, but the moms kept like getting up and going and talking to whoever was outside and then one of them would come sit down and then one would go outside and they were just like rotating in and out. That's a lot of work. And I'm like, you've already been here for three hours. Like why? Okay. So all that was annoying. So that was annoying. I was just like, whatever, like me and Phoenix are going to go to the pool. It's fine. Okay. What really annoyed me, which is what I talked about on this on Facebook was the fact that when we got there, were playing a game amongst each other where they were talking, where they were yelling very loudly, get away from me, COVID kid. And I was just so confused as to why <sighs> none, none of their parents, and I, I was like looking at their parents like, are you not going to address the fact that your kid just said something that's extremely insensitive and extremely um, like not self-aware, not culturally aware, nothing. 
And they didn't say anything. And I just, I mean, I, I just don't know. had I so know. much more hope for our generation of adults than that. Look, I just yeah. had this, I have this like image in my head that like our generation of parents are just going to be like so much more, for lack of a better word, like woke than the previous generation so that we don't have issues like kids. But then when we have a president, that's, we don't really like to talk politics on our podcast, but when we have a president that doesn't care about what comes out of his mouth, why would we expect kids to, or why do we like, it's just, they hear it on the TV and they're just going to repeat what they say. Like, and yeah. then their parents don't address it or explain it to them. And it's our responsibility as parents to address things like that. Like to me, it just like that kind of stuff just makes me really like, I wish I would have been with you. So you and I both could have been like, Hey, that's super offensive and so inconsiderate. And I hope to God that nobody in your family has died of COVID-19, but there are plenty of people that have, and that is a horrible thing to joke about. You really yeah. should check yourself and check your kids. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, he was old enough for like, I probably could have said something to him. Um, but I have like this thing as a parent to like, let people parent the way they choose to parent. And like, I'm not really going to say something unless it was yeah, directed at Phoenix me. running around repeating that. I mean, not that he, no, would. I told not him, that he I was like, don't say that. I told him, I was like, don't say that. Like, that's not, they're not saying stuff that's appropriate. And, um, I don't know. It just really bothered me. And I wish like I could see this family or this child, this kid again. So I could say to him like, Hey, I saw you the other day. You're the one playing that offensive game. Like it's not Marco Polo. Like you can't just, I don't know. And I feel like Marco Polo may have some kind of like something offensive. Well, it's about. like things like it's things like ring around the Rosie or rockabye baby. Yeah. Or, like these things that we were just like raised, like we should do a podcast on that. We're freaking offensive things or scary things that you're taught as a kid that are, they're not okay. Like, yeah. You don't know the story about Ring Around the Rosie as an example, as a little teaser to a future topic. Ring Around the Rosie is about kids like circling around dead bodies with smallpox. That's so gross and so yeah. depressing and so sad. Why do we want our kids seeing that? Like there's just certain things that we just get raised to to seeing. And like, great, thankfully, we have a mother that's like digs into stuff before. She would never not like, she read the Harry Potter books before she decided that we weren't allowed to read them as kids. She watched all the Matrix movies before she was like, okay, you guys can actually watch these. Like, she never just blindly let us watch or engage in something. And same with those songs. We didn't grow up singing those songs because my mom did her history check and knew what it meant and wanted to make sure that that wasn't, that's not something that we're supposed to be like celebrating, which I feel like a lot of people are trying to do now, especially with like, you know, Juneteenth and these like Columbus Day and these holidays that have been highlighted over the last decade that shouldn't really be holidays. Like Juneteenth should be celebrated. I wouldn't really call it a holiday. I would just say it should be celebrated and acknowledged and the history should be passed down. Um, but anyways, just people just need to watch, like watch what comes out of your mouth. Like before you say something, like make sure you know yeah. what you're saying before you just start saying it and make sure your kids know what they're saying before they start saying it. Cause your kids going to end up being that person that gets like popped in the face in school because they're repeating some nonsense that you said, or they heard, or they think it's okay. And somebody's like, no, like if your parents aren't going to show you, it's not okay. I'm going to show you it's not okay. And that's not an experience you want your kid to have. You want them to be educated enough to know what's good and what's not. Yeah, by you. By you and not by somebody else. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't really have too much more to say about it. I just just wanted to address it because it's just like such an inappropriate thing to say. So insensitive. And like whatever people's feelings, there's a lot of mixed feelings about COVID-19. There's a lot of mixed feelings about what's going on with our economy, with the future election, all types of things. There's all types of controversy with that. 
But regardless of that, regardless of how you feel about it, it is not okay for your kids to be saying something like, like that because people are getting sick, like, and dying. Like you wouldn't let your kid walk around and be like, get away from me, cancer kid. Like, yeah. Nobody's if a kid said that, people would be cancer like, are you kid, serious? Cancer kid or AIDS kid or any of that stuff. Exactly. Horrifying. So yeah. we need to have the same level of sensitivity to this as well. So, yeah. Okay. But anyway, so the next one, the next one is like less deep. Like that was like real deep. <laughs> this one is more <laughs> just about like Ashley and I and our like personal experience as twins. Um, we did an audition, which we can't explain, like tell you what it was for, but we did an audition and we were speaking with this casting director and the audition was for twins and they were like doing a special for twins for this thing. And Ashley and I, if you haven't watched our podcast before, we are identical twins. And we even say that like, we do look exactly alike, but that sometimes that's the only thing we, not to repeat our intro, but sometimes that's the only thing we have in common. Like we are different personalities. We have different tastes in men. We dress differently. Like, granted, that shirt Ashley has on, I have it in a different color. But still, we still have, like, we still have our own personalities. You will rarely, like, I don't think you would ever catch us in the exact same shirt or the exact same hairstyle or the exact, any, anything anymore. Like, we kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. Like, we were, when we were old enough to pay for and choose, like, the way our hair was going to look or whatever, we just, we just paid for what we wanted. And, like, we just, and it's not always going to be the same as the other one. And we don't care. That's part of who we are. It's different. So anyways, he made it kind of a, th- kept making comments about, so if you, we casted you guys, you know, like, would you be willing to make yourselves like, look, look the same? And we're going like, I don't, like we could put our, we can make our makeup the same. Like when he was like, and I just oh, thought hold that, on. that was, you went away. Like you straight went away. I'm gone. No, you're you're back now. But like for a minute, you went away. So you started to say you started to say it just or something, and that was the last thing. But um, he he was saying something about he said that our hair didn't look the same at all, and like our hair was just so different. And we both have braids. They're the exact same kind of braids. They're just different colors. I don't. If there was one blonde haired twin and one brown haired twin, like white girls or not black girls or didn't have a black like African hairstyle he wouldn't have made that comment that's the first thing that really he kept saying that like our hair and and actually even said like actually even said to the guy like our hair's not that different it's still in braids it's just a different color and he just kept seeing like he was just so confused about like what we could yeah. couldn't do like and I'm just like, if you want us to have the same hair color, then just say, hey, could you have your, could you just have the same hair? Could you have your braids be the same color so that you look more alike? Is that something possible? Like sound like, you know what you're talking about. Like, don't just, he kept skating around it. And then he just kept saying that, you know, like, I just know what the producers, like, you know, it's, it is a segment about twins. And we really just want you guys to, and we're just not clone twins. Like we've always thought that was kind of weird growing up with twins that all, every time we saw them, like you're 17 years old and you're dressed exactly the same way as your twin or like, yeah. I don't we just didn't it's just never been our story and we think that that's something that all twins that are doing social media and like whatever they're doing twin twin influencers they pretty much all look the same because people are just so fascinated by two people that look the same and that's great but there's a different aspect of being a twin that's also individual personalities and the really cool aspect of it is having somebody that is so similar to you but then you can see the differences also yeah so 
And the thing that's interesting about it is like basically, and I wore my hair like this on purpose because this is literally the hairstyle that and I have. And this is how I wore and my that's hair. that's how she had her hair. And like, I feel like, yeah, we do look different, but it's not important. Is it, people that know us think we look different, but there are literally photos of us. My mommy says this all the time. When you guys' hair is hold different, on, hold on, your faces look There we go. Hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I was going to say was our mom used to say all the time that when our hair was different, we looked more alike. And I feel like that is true. Like the more different our hair looks, the more alike we look. And honestly, this is the closest hairstyle we've had that looks alike in a very, like what I'm saying a very long time, I'm talking like 10 years since we've had yeah. a hairstyle this similar. And people have not been like, Oh, like they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are twins, right? Like, yeah, you know, we look alike, our voices sound similar. Like, so, anyways, and the, the thing about the hair really did put a bad taste in my mouth. And that's why, if you noticed, I t- 100% addressed black hair care and the style of hair that I normally have and the differences in it because I take that very seriously. Like, most people aren't educated on black hair. It's not an education. It's not something that people are educated about because it's so different and it's so versatile. To be honest, it's extremely versatile. You can have your hair straight. You can have it curly. You can have, wear it in a top knot. And if it's longer, if it's long shoulder length, it's even more styles that you can do. You can decide, I'm done with my hair. Put it in braids. You can, you know what I'm saying? There's so many different things that you can do. And, and our culture is just, it's like more accepting of like the ability for you to change your hair on a daily basis. And I think that that's something that like for people that do not have this hair texture, don't have the, the 4C or 4B or like hairstyles, like, um, that they're so used to like, it's straight or it's straight or I've curled it. The only thing that really changes is the color, but it is the texture it is. And it's really only like some, some girls that have friends, like you can't put a curl in their hair. Like they, you put a curl in it. By the time we get ready to go out, the curl's gone. Their hair's just bone straight. That's all it's going to be ever going to be. It's going to be bone straight. If they want to do anything else with it, they're going to have to, they're going to have to process it or color it. That's the only things they can do. Right. So it's like, it's not, you know, so anyways, I'm not going on a whole rant about natural hair because we did a whole podcast on that already, but like, yeah, um, that particular part just seemed extremely insensitive and it doesn't really make me, to be honest, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for going, for being motivated to go do this because I don't want to be on a set and have somebody be like, okay, so what, how can we make you guys take, take your, more take your glasses off? Like, yeah. You, yeah. And they're just poking and prodding at us trying to get us to look more like, or trying to get us to like be more twin like or whatever. And we are twins and we're very proud of it, but we're also so, so proud of our differences. And so, so proud of like how we've grown as individual humans because we balance each other out way more when we're different than we would if we were just the same freaking person. We don't have the same careers. We don't have the same career goals. We don't have the same um, mindsets on everything. We argue, we have different viewpoints of just our, like we have the, have the same life, but we have different views on it completely. And again, those are the things that keep us balanced. And they also allow for us to have, um, a lot for us to have relationships where we know how to, you know, work on it, but try to learn to communicate with other people. And we're not just always been with somebody that always just agrees with us. And then when you have, when you're with somebody that doesn't agree with you, it's like a shock to your system. And I, this is coming from, we've known many, many, many twins in our life. Some of them are completely separate on different parts of the world. Um, and some of them are brought like connected at the hip, have the same job, same career. And I feel like when you have that much closeness with a twin, um, even though there's really room for anyone else close, 
it uh, it doesn't make room for anybody else in your life. It doesn't make room for relationships or kids or any of that stuff. So yeah, Ash and I can still be best friends and still like want to hang out and still want to live close and raise our families together. But we literally lived across a parking lot and saw each other probably once a week because we yeah. have full we have full, we have full lives. We talk to each other every day, but we still have full lives. Like our lives don't circle around each other. So, anyways, yeah, yeah, that was a little. Some, 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 serious, some seriousness happened this week. Yeah. yeah. Since it's our podcast, I feel like we can say what, how we really feel about it. And that was another one, thing, too, that they didn't want us to say anything about our podcast. They kept asking us, like, what our hobbies were and stuff. And we're just like, our podcast, like, that is what we yeah, do with yeah. all of our time. And you're asking us, like, to come up with things to do, like, that we do. Which we do have hobbies other than the podcast. But our, our like... Our, the, the little bit of spare time we have throughout the week doesn't really go to like our all of our hobbies like you work out every day but as far as having like individual hobbies individual things anymore it pretty much either revolves around our kids or yep. our podcast pretty much it so yeah and we're okay with that yeah we don't need to be like you know i mean victoria and vanessa they are like world travelers they go everywhere we have another set of another couple that we know and they have been soon as the green light opened for people to be able to travel they started traveling driving all over the country and yeah that's great when it's just when you don't have a family and kids like cool you know and there are some people that are like just nomads and they have kids but i i strive for a little bit more like stability and consistency so um but yeah even that like we are just we're just different. And that's fine. Like, it's totally fine. I don't think that we should be made to feel bad because we are twins. And what is expected of us, people want to put us in a box and be like, oh, you're twins. That means that you need to dress like, you need to drive the same car. You need to date the same type of guys. You need to marry the same. Like, no, like we are allowed to be whatever we we are. People are allowed to be whatever gender they want, whatever religion they want, whatever, like they can claim, you know, be, claim whatever they want. They can raise their kids the way that we want. As twins, like, we should be able to, as identical twins, just because we come out of the womb identical does not mean that we need to maintain this, like, constant, like, go on the same path our whole lives. Like, no. I think you and I made that decision very, very, very early on that we're just different. And that's fine. Normal siblings are different, you know? We still have a closeness that other siblings do not have, but... That's not has nothing to do with like how we put we look out on the outside. It has to do with like our actual relationship with each other. It doesn't have to do with whether or not you have purple hair and I have black hair or you like you know what I'm saying? Like it has nothing to do with that. So yeah. Okay. I feel like I need to get a little bit more out. Yeah, just kick off. Let it go. What if I all right. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. On that note. I think we could, I think that's probably a good spot to just, to end on Kakan, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but thank you for listening. I am so excited that we actually, we actually got a podcast under an hour. So that is something to be excited about. Woohoo! Yes. So please make sure that you go. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe, hit that bell. So, you know, every Wednesday when we get, we put out our new podcast. Um, go ahead and scoot on over and follow us on Instagram and follow all of our links to see where you guys can see us. Um, mm-hmm. And make sure you check out our highlights and check in on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our Twinspiration Tuesdays and Thursdays. And, oh, I really quickly want to say hello to all of the people from South America that liked my post. In Africa. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I meant South Africa. 
from Cape Town, just everywhere. Like literally, I was looking at the insights, Tajuka's insights. Eight hundred fifty-two yeah, awesome African women saw our post, and yes. I was just so like, "Where did all of you come from?" But we are so happy to have you guys in the Twin Life Podcast family. So thank you guys so yes. much for showing all of your love. And um, I tried to get through all of you guys and see all of your pages. And those of you who aren't blocked or private or whatever, I just tried to go with it locked. So please make sure if you're following us on our Instagram now, welcome. Now go listen to the podcast. Follow yes. us on YouTube. Yep. Yes. And I feel like there's something else I was going to say. Oh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Five stars would be great. Yes. And that helps other people find us and us to share our message with other people. And if you enjoy us and you have had a laugh at listening to us, why not share that? Tell someone else. Yes, tell someone. But, okay, on that note, we will talk to you guys later. Okay? Bye. Bye.